This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. I had the pleasure of going to a Juneteenth event at Twitter recently. Actually, it was June 19th. And if you aren't familiar with Juneteenth, Juneteenth is the official last day for enslavement in the United States of America. Now, it came two full years after enslaved people were actually set free. And what happened was in Texas, the evil folk there decided not to tell their folks in bondage that they were free to let them continue to toil under the yoke of slavery. It's evil, right? So a general from the United States Army had to come and officially emancipate them. So in Texas, it's a big, big holiday. I'm surprised that when I was growing up, it was never told in my schools. I didn't learn about Juneteenth until I was an adult. And um, you can go to the hub.news and we actually have an, a historian, Kenneth C. Davis, who gives you like the, the fine points that you need to know about Juneteenth. But anyway, Twitter did a whole um, event and I was there and I ended up speaking and here are my observations coming up next of what I saw there. But this podcast is brought to you by 100 Coconuts, the number 100 Coconuts. It is the best coconut water in the world. Uh, we need it for hydration. Not that we need it, but it's good. It's delicious, but also it has properties. I think, you know, coconut water has more potassium than five, five bananas. And um, this is the best coconut water I've ever tasted. And the folk at 100 Coconuts, which is owned by a global majority firm, uh, they have a special code that will give you 10% off every single case that you purchase when you go to 100, the number 100 Coconuts, and enter my code, which is Karen, K-A-R-E-N, the number 100, at checkout, 10% off. You're welcome. And I hope you enjoy. So I was invited to an event at Twitter. Um, sponsored by Black Twitter, which is called Black Bird. Not sure how I feel about the Black Twitter being called Black Bird, but I'll talk about that in a second. Also, I think um, there were a lot of different companies there, a lot of people from, you know, major. And so I walk in and it was a celebration of Juneteenth, which was good. Twitter, Black Twitter acknowledged Juneteenth. A lot of music, fried chicken. Macaroni and cheese, collard greens. There was, of course, red velvet and red cake. There was um, brisket, yeah, not brisket, like barbecue sandwiches. And and I come in, it's loud music, a lot of, sing, you know, dancing and mingling, and it was great. But I was thinking in that room were some powerhouses that I recognized. I brought Jason Johnson with me who was here. He didn't know if he was dressed well because he had on a um, Green Lantern shirt and some shorts, some khaki shorts. And I was like, it's Twitter. It's, it's tech. You, you're fine. And he was like, wow, I did. I fit in. But as um, I got there, it was a panel discussion about tech and it was some people, great panelists. Sound system was horrible. So you couldn't hear anybody. And then somebody asked me to speak, which was, you know, I don't like public speaking, right? You guys know that, especially when it's not prepared. But apparently I'm better when I'm not prepared. So I grabbed the mic and someone wanted me to say something about Juneteenth because they hadn't planned on saying anything, even though the whole event was around Juneteenth. So as I started talking, there was an epiphany that went off in my head as I was talking to these. It was a crowded room of people that I did not know. 
in the tech space, lots of young folk and different, you know, you can't really tell in the tech space how old people are. Cause some y'all young people looking old as hell. Let me just say that. I don't know whether it's the weed. I don't know whether it's the clothing, but y'all looked all, all, all wrinkled and worried. Like y'all, y'all look older than you should look. So let me just say that, um, y'all need to drink more water. But as I'm talking, I had an epiphany and it, and it reminded me of the story that I've heard many times before. And if you've heard it before, I just, I'm reiterating something. So Back in the day when we had circuses, you know, Ringling Brothers and others, one of the biggest attractions in the circus was the elephants. The elephants were the huge attractions, both physically and, of course, you go. And I remember being a seven-year-old. My mother took me to Madison Square Garden to see Ringling Brothers, Barnum & Bailey Circus, and I couldn't wait for the elephants. And primarily I was waiting for the elephants to take a dump because that was a spectacle. If anybody's been to a circus and the elephants go to the bathroom, it's amazing. It's amazing. Anyway, they also do tricks and they stand up and all this other stuff. But if you think about an elephant, first of all, genius beast of a of a of an animal, brilliant, heartfelt, loving community. But they had to steal that elephant from Africa or from India to put it in a circus to train it to do things. So they took it as a baby, and they would put giant giant tra- chains around an elephant because an elephant, what animal doesn't want to be free? So you put you put giant chains around baby elephants to to keep them in line, giant chains. And over time, you don't need giant chains over time. As the elephants grow, all you need is just a string, something around their leg to remind them that they can't go wherever they want. So by the time an elephant is a couple of tons, sixteen hundred pounds to a couple of tons, you no longer need a chain to keep it in place. You just a string, a rope will do. A rope will keep a two-ton elephant from running away. And as I was talking to this room full of brilliant tech people, brilliant black tech people in the offices of Twitter, I was thinking on Juneteenth that there's so many of us who are still in bondage and we don't know it. Just like those people in Texas did not know that they were free, actually. It's the opposite. But they think that they're in bondage. That one little string, like that one string around that elephant's neck, uh, leg when they're two tons, keeps us in line because we don't really know how free we are. We don't know that we're actually free. We don't actually know that we're, we're, we don't need this company. I said to them, I said, is there, a black, is there a Twitter without black Twitter? No. And I, I paused. Is there a Twitter without black Twitter? No. How many of you have ownership? in this room crickets right and i'm i brought this back to us today because there's some so many of us who are in bondage when we're actually free so many of us don't know that we're free don't contemplate our freedom we're sitting in corporate corporate offices that are run on our energy and our genius but we don't exercise that right Like the elephant will stay in bondage with a rope when we could break free, which is good for the company. Actually, if we're being honest, if if you're as free as you can be in a a company when you have genius, then that just makes that company expand. And I'm not going to let anybody else's racism or xenophobia or sexism stop me from being my full self. And my full self actually helps everybody because I'm going to bring genius to everything that I do. And so will you when you know you're truly free. And I just, I had that moment where I was like, wow, in this room are the makings of people who can make the next Twitter. 
But are they even communicating? No, they're eating fried chicken and freaking dancing to loud music. And I can't even hear the panelists or myself because the sound system, you didn't prepare to have a conversation. You prepared to have a party, which is what we're good at. But we have to be better at other things. And we have to be even better at being free and what that looks like and understanding it. Because we can say to ourselves, and beat on our chest. I'm free. I'm, I have agency. and I have... No. Freedom looks like something. Freedom walks in a room a little bit differently. Freedom has a different gait. And freedom actually produces. So if you can be at a place like Twitter, shout out to you, Twitter, for even sponsoring the event for Juneteenth, for even acknowledging that there's a Juneteenth, for giving the resources to Black Twitter. Can we change the name? I don't know how I feel about Black Bird when Disney has made us into crows and all these other things. And we're not birds. We're not chicken heads. We're not. We're not. There's, there had to be more creative way to, to call Black Twitter something else. But I'm just throwing that out there because I know there's somebody out there that can come up with something better within Twitter. But when I look at the leadership, when I look at the, 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 the masthead, I don't see too many of us. Yet we drive this engine. We put the gas in every day. But what's the return? And I'm not saying that everything requires a return, but yeah, kind of where we are right now, all of these talks about reparations. And I said this yesterday too, stop asking for something that you already have. I don't need your reparations. All we need is to come together and build the thing that we want. We have the resources. We have the dollars. We have the ingenuity. We have the human capital. And all of this police brutality, all we need to do is take back our neighborhoods. That's that. That's we, we had this young man in yesterday, Sam um, Sinyangwe. And and with his numbers and his like the blueprint is there. We're going to have a young man off from Stockton who's the mayor of a, of a whole entire city in Stockton. He's 20 something years old. Yeah, we can run for office. Hell, we had Scarface. Listen, Scarface might have been high. I don't know if he was smoking. Sound like he was on. But listen, I'd rather have somebody who's high on weed with a vision and a plan who comes from the neighborhood who cares than some button down person who's going to freaking sell us out every chance they get for their own personal aggrandizement. Listen, the stakes are very high right now. And if we aren't invested in our own future and not from a a victim standpoint, because we're not an elephant with a rope around our, our leg, we are power in every place that we go. These candidates, these 20 something candidates that are out here shucking and jiving, who are they shucking and jiving for? Our vote. Without this vote, none of them have a shot in hell of winning. They know this. That's why Joe Biden went out and got Simone D. Sanders. That's why Bernie Sanders went out and got Nina Nina Turner. That's why they're out there coming to Reverend Al, all of them. They were all at Nan's convention. I saw them with my own two eyes. Even the ones that didn't even understand what the, what the hell was going on. They were there answering questions wrong. They were there, though. Because they understand that while Reverend Al doesn't represent all black America, they know they better not go there. Not, 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 not double negative. They know they better not, not show up. (laughs) They showed up and they're showing up to what? The NAACP? They're showing up to the black caucus. They're showing up because people's campaign. they're, They're showing up because they recognize where the power is. Do we recognize where the power is? People, I'm asking a question. Do you know your own power? Or are you in bondage like those people in Texas were for two years enslaved and didn't know it that they were free? So a general came and set them free. But my question is, why were you still in the. Why weren't there more Harriet Tubman's? 
Nat Turner's John Brown. What are we comfortable being in bondage? Is it safe there? Is it safety because somebody's feeding us, clothing us? Even if the clothing is inferior, even if you're being called nigger and trash and all, of the, even if you're giving the pigs swine bellies to eat, even even if, but Lisa's food. Are you are you comfortable? Are you like Harry Tubman's brothers? Look, I can't make it out here. There, there's snakes in the swamp. I don't know what's on the other side. I don't know. Really, really, is that is that you? Or you somebody that's like, I'm uh listen, I'm free, we'll figure it out. I need more Lewis and Clarks. I need more people like Henson. <laughs> we need more people who are willing to go out and exercise their freedom. Cause you have it. Even if you are working for somebody, you have freedom.